Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. Welcome to the show. I'm Alyssa Butterson. Brought Coach G with us today to talk about some exciting topics. March Madness, Final Four, men and women's. We're also going to jump into some Deshaun Watson talk. That's right, folks. We finally have got some more details on this story that has been involving with us for almost a year now at this point. Coach, thanks for being with us here today. Hey, how we doing, y'all? Your boy Coach G in the place to be. If you're anything like me, you know that pollen is kicking your tail. So y'all got to excuse me if you might hear a few sniffles or something in the background, you know what I mean? <laughs> that pollen's killing all of us lately. Coach, how you feeling about basketball lately? Just give us some emotions. How you feeling right now with this March Madness for men and women's right now? Well, it's been, you know, March Madness to say the least. It's been an exciting time. A lot of upsets. You never thought a St. Peter's would go as far as they did, beating a Kentucky team, a tough Kentucky team. You never thought Auburn, which many had to win the whole thing as myself. You never thought they'll go out. In a blaze of glory, uh, the Arizonas. You just a lot of teams that were favorites. You don't see them anymore, and you never thought you would see a UNC team number eight seed. You understand? I'm a Tar Heels fan. You never thought that uh, you would see UNC be in the Final Four. You understand? The Final Four consists of Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, and Villanova. Right. Now, let's look ahead at this right now. It's a good group of teams. The least experience out of the four as far as final four appearances would be Villanova, the Wildcats, with only seven appearances so far. But But. they have Coach Jay Wright. They have a solid team. But that's not to speak unhighly of any of these other teams. North Carolina has been playing phenomenal lately, as well as Kansas. And, of course, you got to love the Duke story. You know, it's Mike's last year coaching – how amazing, Coach G, would it be for him to go out with a championship? Well, once again, I'm a Tar Heels fan. So, yeah, you love the story. But guess what? Tar Heels, I'm going with my heart on this one. And the crazy thing is, this like out of all the history and all the years, North Carolina and Duke have had this rivalry. This is the first time they're actually playing in the tournament together against each other. I, I read that and I was like, that's crazy. Like all the all of these years. But hey, head to head. I got the Tar Heels. You know, I know it'd be like a something that warm your heart for Coach K just to go to the national championship and win. But I love the heartbreak of Coach K losing to the crosstown rival. <laughs> you understand? That's where I'm going with it. It's gonna be a fun Saturday. April second is filled with Two very good rivalries and exciting games. First up at 6.09 p.m. Eastern time, we have Villanova taking on Kansas. And then right after that at 8.49, we have UNC taking on Duke. Now, you know it wouldn't be opinions on Pickens, Coach, if we didn't give some Pickens picks here today, right now for the people. And as you folks out there know, Coach likes to keep count and, you know, brag when he's right so let, let's see what he's got this week because i got a few good picks up my pocket as well so coach let's start with villanova and kansas who you got well once again you got coach right 
Coach Self, uh, both are amazing coaches. Villanova, they're going for their third championship in six years. Ooh. And we, we know what Kansas brings to the table. I really don't know which way to go with this one because if you're like me, then your bracket was busted a long time ago. And I don't know, like, I don't know which way to pick. But I'm going to run with the Villanova, man. I'm going to run with Villanova, Villanova, Villanova. Are they the Wildcats, I think? Villanova. The Wildcats, you yeah, are correct. We're running with the Wildcats, you understand? I love Kansas. I love the Jayhawks, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Wildcats, yep. And I think that's a good pick, by Coach. Five. I think that's a by five. Bold yeah. pick. I will say Kansas has really had a great season. So getting back to my pick, guys, I'm going to have to say and agree with Coach over here with Villanova, because to be quite honest, in my bracket. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't I, agree with me. Did pick Villanova winning it all. You so didn't pick Villanova yeah, I did. Oh, I, I did for my bracket, hundred percent. And I said it on the last podcast with oh, okay. Colin as well. Oh. We both had this conversation about this, so maybe you didn't listen to that episode because uh, you weren't featured I, on I, it. I need to see it. Maybe you didn't listen to it because you weren't featured. Is that show how you me feel your about show us? me your bracket. That's how you feel about us. Show me your bracket. I will Villanova, okay. which takes away all the excitement for who I have for it all, but. Dun, dun, dun. There you go, guys. Let's move on to UNC and Duke. I kind of know where I think Coach is going to lean with this one. So let's see what he says, guys. I'm leaning with it, rocking with it. You understand? I'm going with the Tar Heels. Let's get it. Shout out to my dog, Mr. TK Ganey. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a fellow Tar Heel. Shout out. What's up, boy? We're we going to take it all. You know, Hubie. Nobody thought Hubie could come in there. As a first year at the Roy Leaves, nobody thought Hubie would be in this position. First year coach, Final Four, in position to run a storied franchise or a storied college with such prestige like the UNC Tar Heels. Tar Heel Nation stand up. <laughs> Hubie Davis, we're going to win it all. See, now this is where we will disagree, Coach. I have to go Duke. I told you I'm I'm all in on the story. I think it's I think it's going to be a great game and I think we could even potentially see overtime in this game if it really comes down to the nitty-gritty, but I'm going to say Duke by 3. Duke by 3. Okay. Duke by 3. I mean, I know Duke they're going to try to avenge that loss that they took uh in the regular season, the last the last game or whatever. But I think, you know, Tar Heels they're playing well. Those kids are, are playing big, like they're rebounding, they're playing great defense, and they're shooting pretty well. So it's gonna be I mean, it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be tough on both ends. And a three point spread, I think that's pretty feasible. Overtime, I think that's doable too. But I just think the Tar Heels are clicking on all cylinders right now. And I, I hate to bust the Dukes the Dukies bubbles. <laughs> but it, I mean it's gonna happen, you know? And I I'll be here to console y'all. Work the J-Rod too, man. I know you're a Duke boy. So let's clarify it for the people one more time. Coach says he's got Villanova by five. We both agree Villanova's going to take that win over Kansas. And we disagree on this next one. He's taking UNC and I'm taking Duke by three. But let's talk about what we really want to talk about, Coach. Can we please... I mean, let's push these guys to the side. We're here to talk about the ladies. Women's my final... Ladies Four. And you know what? It looks kind of familiar to last year because three of the four teams are back again. Right, right. Including right. South Carolina Gamecocks, Yukon Huskies, and Stanford. 
Right. So, of course, we also have the Cardinals, Louisville Cardinals, playing in this Louis, sh- baby. playing this well, year as well. And all of these teams, Coach, to say the least, have superstars. Let's start with our near and dear South Carolina. Don Staley's bringing Aaliyah Boston and all of her weapons. Trust me, every single girl on that team is a threat. Aaliyah Boston is just the superstar that we all focus in on right now. But you got your hennies. You got so many women on that court that implement in so many ways. Now you got Cameron Brink from Stanford. You got, of course, Buckets, Paige Beckers from UConn. And she had an insane game that went into double overtime. We all jaw dropped. Insane. Now, all these teams, Coach, are amazing. And we have a very soft spot against the number one team in the country, South Carolina, home dear and dear to us. Can any of these teams stop South Carolina? That's what I want to know. Oh, for sure. Like, this is the best of the best right now. And, you know, Louis, Louisville, they like to run. Those those girls like to run a sort of a fast-paced offense. And we, we kind of like to beat you, beat you down the inside. You understand? So we're going against Louisville. April 1st, so fr- that right. Friday, right before the men's tourney, so Friday, April Ugh. 1st, South Carolina versus Louisville. Right, right. So I think, you know, of course, I'm going my heart. I'm going with those Lady Gamecocks all the way. You know, shout to, shout to Bria. You know, shout to, to Destiny. You understand? Is this going to be a 10-point win? No, no, no. I mean, I it just this could it, be a low scoring game. This could be a 22 25 game. No, I, it could be. I, it could no, be. Both ridiculous. of these teams are good. Yeah, they both have of the teams defense. Are, yeah, they got defense, but this could, nah, this could be a low scoring I mean, game, coach. You, you can say, you can say a, a, a 59 to 50 game, you know what I'm saying? Something like that, but I'm, it's not I'm, gonna be no 25 to maybe 24. 30, maybe low 35 no, 40, maybe no, in there. Yeah, nah, I'm thinking low scoring. Nah, that's ridiculous. I'm thinking low scoring 100%. Anywho, so you're going with South Carolina home 100%. You're behind them. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running with my babies all the way. You understand? Me? Of course, we wouldn't have it any other way here. I'd be Insane to pick another team over South Carolina yeah. on the air. Right. Shout Louisville. You know, y'all, make, y'all make great bets. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> Coming up right after would be Connecticut versus Stanford. Ooh. This is going to be another great one, to be 100% honest with you. So, Coach, let, let me know what you're looking forward to in this game and who you got. You know, there's a lot of storylines to this right here. So, on one hand, it could be South Carolina and Stanford. And you get to avenge that tough loss yep. from last year mm-hmm. with that last we were on that last ticket trying to put back by Boston that kind of went in and out. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, that was, that was very heartbreaking. You can avenge that, or you can go against one of the most storied women's college teams ever in history with the Yukon Huskies. Like it could be the passing of the torch because Yukon is coming in. They're usually the number one seed, but this year they were number two coming in. And it could be, you know, the passing of the crown from Gino to Don. Because the crazy thing is, UConn, they had an easier road. Like, as a number two seed, the Elite Eight was played in Bridgeport, Connecticut. It's like 45 minutes to an hour from their campus. And they played NC State Raleigh, which is maybe – five hours away. 
So you and they, they were like NC State, they were number one seed. So I don't understand how that worked. I guess, you know, UConn, their fans, they come out, they support. So I guess the NCAA looked at it as okay, well, the attendance part from each from each college, I think the Huskies, they'll come out more. So you have it in Bridgeport. So it's really it really was a home game for them. And they prevailed as they should have. So, I mean, we're going to see. But I, I don't know which way to pick. I won an event from last year. But I think the sexy game would be South Carolina and UConn. So that's why I'm going to go on UConn. Let's go. That was very interesting, Coach. Yeah. That was a lot. Now, a few things on that as well. UConn does have a few of their key players out, wrist injuries, a few small things. But I think if I want South Carolina to win, I want it to be against, you know, a fully healthy, you know, at the top of their game team because I know we can beat any team that's playing at their best. And I truly, truly believe that. As far as the Stanford thing, you're right. I'm going to be honest, more of me wants us to avenge that from last year because it's it's hard. I mean, it's hard going out like that, especially for these ladies. I can't imagine working and working and getting all the way to the end in that last second. I mean, it, it sucks. I mean, it's like, it, but I'd rather, it also I'd shows. Blown out. I'd rather get blown I'd out. I'd rather get blown out. But it also shows right now, where we are right now, we're going to get ourselves back up and we're going to do it again. And this time we're going to win. Because you cannot keep us down. And when you do, it's not often. Now, we had that one little loss at the end of the season that I think really woke this, these girls up. I think it really did. It shows that we do have weaknesses. You are right. I'm, I'm glad I asked that earlier where I said, you know, can we lose? We can. South Carolina can lose. And we have. I I think I'm going to go with Stanford just because of just that. I want to see us come back out on top, defeat the defending champions. It's. I mean, it's. It's like the Rams beating the Bucks in that one game. It, that was basically like a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. It really was. It's. It's. And it's. It's nice to be able to say, you know, shit. I beat the best. Hundred percent. I think it's going to be South Carolina and Stanford going at it in the championship game, the Natty. But I guess we'll have to wait till Friday to find out who the final two winners are. And not to cut you off, but the one thing South Carolina cannot do. We cannot go into scoring spells. You can't go four, five, six, seven minutes without a basket. And we got to shoot the ball better. You understand? So I think if we shoot the ball well, we keep up the tempo, and we don't go into scoring droughts, I think we'll be just fine. I think shooting is 100% the only reason I would be concerned. As good as our defense are, the Gamecocks aren't making simple jumpers. With only 30% three-point shots, I mean – we have to be able to get in the paint and shoot. Right. Destiny Henderson is that person. She's quick on her feet. She she can get in and out. She goes from from sideline to sideline like we've spoke about. Oh, yeah. And she is that weapon in my eyes on this team other than, of course, the the great Aaliyah Boston. I mean, yeah, I think, I think it comes down to guard play. Uh, Zaya Cook, Destiny, I think it's really going to come down to, to the guards. And can we, you know – Open up Boston down low. Can can we hit outside shots? Because I know they're gonna be double teaming down low. I know this because they're looking to throw it down and beat you down. So we gotta hit them outside shots just to open up the lane and penetrate, penetrate and dish. And I think we'll be just fine. Hit those shots, hit your free throws, 
play great defense like we have been playing, and we'll be okay. I totally agree, Coach. I would like to switch a little bit off of the basketball topic and bring up something that we have been following for quite a while, me and you here on Opinions on Pickens, which would be Deshaun Watson and his story as it unfolds with football, personal life, and pretty much everything. So we've kind of been in the dark for a while. We did not see Deshaun Watson play one game last year in Houston, and we really didn't see him on anything. He kind of went dark on a social, on really everything, and and stayed low-key with, of course, all of the 22 civil lawsuits, the alleged sexual assault and inappropriate conduct stuff he was dealing with. But now, almost two weeks later, Houston has traded Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns. And (laughs) after spending his 2021 NFL career sitting on the sidelines, I guess we're going to see Deshaun Watson's face in orange playing for the Cleveland Browns. But (laughs) I mean, it's, it's just kind of, what were your thoughts, first thoughts, when the trade happened? Did you think about the team and the NFL thing? Did you think about the, the lawsuits and all that kind of stuff? What really came to your mind when you saw the trade? Hell, I was just happy to see his face, you understand? I was, you know, you know, it was speculations out there. He he, he met with uh, the Panthers. He met with the Saints. I think it was maybe one or two more teams in there. And I think Cleveland was kind of like, one of the final teams. And when you start hearing, you know, Baker coming out with uh, his tweet or his his speech to the fans, then you know, oh, wow, this deal might get done. And then they kind of backed off of it. And then maybe 24 to 48 hours again, now the deal is done. I mean, all guaranteed money, 30, what, $230 million? All guaranteed? That's I mean, that's a big deal. And I'm happy for him. I was happy to see, you know, Deshaun, even though the the civil suits are still pending. <laughs> Just I hope that gets taken care of. But one thing we really don't know, we don't know if he's still going to face future suspension from Goodell in the NFL. But it was good to kind of get some kind of a resolution, some kind of a, a, a resolve. And I was reading, I think one of the accusers, she was like, you know, why is Deshaun being being pictured as the innocent and why the Cleveland Browns like in this corner is just like evil or whatever, whatever, whatever was was said. I think let's try to get past this and put this behind us because everything's civil. Nothing's criminal. You understand? So civil, that's just all monetary. And uh, I'm, I'm happy. Of course, when Deshaun Watson was asked if he would consider settling, he said that's not his intent. Right. And he also said in a press conference with the Cleveland Browns, and I quote, I never assaulted, I never disrespected, and I never harassed any woman in my life, Watson said. And he indicated he would continue to fight the civil cases. Now, on to your point about what's next for the NFL. The big question everyone wants to know, will he be suspended for the NFL? If so, how long? Now, first-time offenders who violate the league's code of conduct policy involving dating violence, sexual assault involving force, are subject to a baseline suspension of six games without pay. Now, 
what would that mean for Watson? His, the way his contract is structured, he gets about a million dollars in base salary for 2022. So that means he would lose about 60000 a game if he was suspended this season. So Goodell did comment on this. He said the structure of the deal with Cleveland would not restrict the NFL's ability to impose discipline if it decides to move forward, which does make sense. He can get traded to any team he wants. I mean, of course he can, but the NFL still, at any point in time, can still punish him if it comes down to that. Because right now, you're innocent until proven guilty still to this point. As Coach said, no criminal, just civil, which, and that doesn't mean at all that he is not guilty for those things. I'm not saying that he's not, or that he is or he is not. But as of this moment, do we know? No. What do we know? He did get traded to Cleveland. Cleveland obviously said they did some kind of investigation. Who knows what the heck they did. At the end of the day, Baker Mayfield's not happy there. We know that for sure. He has requested a trade. And we also knew that Deshaun Watson was not happy in Houston. Right, right. I mean, he wasn't around. And you had to part ways. It was no way Deshaun could have came back to that uh, organization and looked anyone in the face with any confidence or any morality and thought, like, I could play for this team. So I, I love they parted ways. Baker, I feel bad for you, but you're not Deshaun. And you can go somewhere and pretty much keep it moving. You can go You can go to Carolina. You can go to uh, you can go to Houston. You understand? You can go to some of those places and, you know, Keep your career going, but hey, I'm ready to see what the, what the Browns going to do. They released Landry, which is kind of tough, but they 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 they, they had a big sign. I, I can't put my, my finger on it, but you got those running backs. You got a pretty good defense. Uh, you resign Njoku. You put him on a, a franchise tag. God, I cannot think of the receiver they, they signed. Anywho, it's been neither here nor there. But Deshaun, I'm happy. I'm ready. I'm ready to see ball. I'm ready to play. I'm ready for Madden to come out because I do play with the Cleveland Browns on Madden. So I, that might be my second and third team. Just if y'all listening out there. But uh, I'm just trouble's rambling. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I'm looking forward to seeing Watson back on the field. I will say that as far as just an NFL standpoint. Now, I also want to acknowledge that if anyone's listening to this, that some of these topics that we have talked about. I maybe should have given a warning could be triggering to some people in no way, shape or form are me or coach G condoning sexual assault or violence in any way. Not at all. And we also are not in any way saying we do not believe the victims, the alleged victims in this case, may I say. But what we are saying is that as of right now, he's, he's not guilty. And we cannot speculate and it would be wrong, I think, on an aspect for us to say, you know, he's this awful woman beater or this or that, blah, 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 when the proper authorities, as in the courts, have not done their full job yet. So there's just no reason, I feel, for us to say he's wrong when we don't know if that makes sense, Coach. It makes plenty of sense, you know. I just thought maybe that was a good thing to know. Maybe we should have said it in the beginning. I am sorry about that. But again, we we care about all of our listeners. And at the end of the day, if some of these victims 
or all of these victims, did, these things did happen to them, then this will show could go in a whole different direction when we come up with our next update or however this story continues to evolve. Because again, just because there's no criminal suits doesn't mean the civil suits are just going to go away. There's still 22 suits out there. And I mean, you got to go one by one. You don't just handle them all at one time. That's a, a lot of time in court, a lot of lawyers, a lot of money. But guess what? Lawyers, that's what you pay lawyers, you retain lawyers for. You, t- you retain them to handle that situation. So once all this is exonerated and going away, guess what? Keep the shard name out your mouth. <laughs> and now I'm just having fun. Everybody knows what's going on now. Eli, Eli Manning, not a Hall of Famer. Smack. Keep his name out your mouth. You smacking somebody if they talk about your wife? Yeah, you know, maybe. Might. <laughs> I might. But guess what? No, no, no. Because, you know, we I don't, don't know. condone violence. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm different from Will. If I smack somebody, guess what's going to happen? I'll be down at the, the detention center. <laughs> That's true. Uh, call her, call her, try and find me a lawyer. Deshaun, you got a lawyer I can borrow? Come on, dog. And a few dollars? <laughs> and a few dollars. God. Oh. Now you got 23 suits on you. What, what is me? I need help. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I don't condone violence. You know, a, but you got to do what you got to do. I can't tell nobody how to react. I totally agree. And you know who else got to do what they got to do? South Carolina, these lady Gamecocks. I am looking forward to this weekend full of March Madness, Final Four fun. And I'm looking forward to chatting with you all next week. Coach, let the people know where they can follow you. Hey, man, just follow me at uh, DJARSON3. That's on the, uh, the IG. Or L-E-V-O-N-G-A-N-T-T. That's the Facebook joint. Hey, South Carolina baseball, let's get it together. We lose every Tuesday, the midweek game. You understand? We lose to Presbyterian. We lose to uh, a Citadel. Speaking of G.I.J., that was a great movie because I was talking about the first cadet who went to the Citadel. So (laughs) that was a great movie. Shout out to uh, Demi Moore. Love you, baby. You can follow me too. I'm gone. And until next time... Keep winning. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.